Will you accept this rose? There will be blood, ABC. I don't know whose blood needs to be spilt, but somebody's blood needs to be spilt. Because what I saw today on The Bachelor to Abigail was one of the most unfair, insane, horrible things I have ever seen, and there absolutely will be blood. How's everybody doing? It is a Monday, February 15th, 7th episode of the 25th season of The Bachelor just finished airing. Joey's here as well. Joey, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. A lot to talk about tonight. Are you doing fantastic, though? Because after that episode, Joey, there's really no way I can feel good. Um we're going to we're going to dive into all the Abigail stuff here um in a, in a little bit but i mean initial reactions i i was just so uh, I, this is i was genuinely at moments joey i was genuinely upset i felt genu- i i i was getting emotional watching this i mean this was by far the most emotional episode there's i don't think there's any doubt about that it was the most intense episode um because there was a huge cut that i was actually unaware of um they go from eight to four pretty quickly don't they so um so yeah so they went they went from eight to four and matt really had to make some very very serious decisions and he had to make them very very quickly nobody was a bigger big victim and i just it just bothers the crap out of me we're not going to dive into it quite yet uh, we're going to wait a little bit to get into um, Abigail and that entire situation, um, which which was just a, a, a horrible thing. But, um, Joey, what were your what were your thoughts? Uh, just kind of brief me uh, your thoughts on the episode. Yeah, it was it was frustrating on multiple levels, like you alluded to with Abigail. I have watched this show every single season. You know, Mike, every season. Okay, right. Which which you haven't. You've you've seen you started at Sean Lowe's season, but you have have you seen every season, be honest. Have you seen every season from Sean Lowe's and on? I've literally seen every season from Sean Lowe, okay. aka the ushering of the new bachelor era. Okay, until, so don't don't with that. Until I, I, right I, now. I can't with the ushering with the new bachelor era. Everybody knows that's garbage. It's a garbage opinion. Literally nobody has that opinion. It's just a garbage opinion. But point being, Joey Joey, you have seen this show a lot. Um, I, I was with me and Joey always watch the episode together. Joey, I could see you getting pretty frustrated during the episode. Uh, talk to me about why. Yeah, I've never been so frustrated with the show. I know I over exaggerate. I know I'm opinionated, but I have never seriously been so frustrated with the show than I was tonight. I mean, the fact that they didn't give Abigail one on one and they gave Serena P another one on one. I, I just makes had, no sense. It made my blood boil. 
I, I couldn't. I wanted to throw my TV clear off my balcony. What did he learn about Serena P that he hasn't already learned? I, I, the whole thing's ridiculous. I don't even. I, we're we're gonna. I do want to kind of take the time. You know, we got to kind of structure things here. I know we're hot about Abigail. We are gonna we are gonna get there. You know, um, uh, but but um, I do kind of want to keep keep things a little bit structured. But yes, I I definitely am frustrated. I'm a little bit frustrated right now. Because we do this, we do this podcast. For those of you that don't know, um, and you probably do, because you know we get it out the next the next morning. But we do the podcast as soon as the bats are ends, right? As soon, I mean, the moment it ends, bam, we're ready to go, right? So our emotions right now are hot. I'm hot. I didn't know that this is. I didn't know that the bachelor was like this. I didn't know the bachelor actually gets you this emotionally invested into the characters, Joey. Everything I've been telling you about ABC, I keep saying ABC knows what they're doing. They're geniuses at getting people to watch and stick around. ABC. C has got me hook, line, and sinker. I am ABC's biggest victim right now. ABC is looking at me like I am a lobster in a lobster tank at Red Lobster right now. That's the way they're looking at me, man. I got I got hook, line, and sinkered on this thing because I am genuinely when I saw Abigail leave and I saw the conversation that she had and the reaction uh, that, that, that Matt had, um, I was genuinely sad. Like I, w- I, I felt very, very sad for her because she did not deserve that at all. Um, and, it, and it was just a, um, just a messed up thing that, that happened. So um, again, I want to keep things uh, structured here. I know we're a little bit hot about the Abigail thing, but we are going to get there. I wanted to lead um, with, with this, however. Chris Harrison, um, this is the big news, right? Chris Harrison has stepped down. Now, this is all my, my understanding. Joey, you can uh, correct me here uh, as you see fit. But my understanding is he has chosen to step down for a period of time. Now, this seemed like it was his decision. I assume it was a decision he made in conjunction with ABC. ABC probably tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, man, uh, you know, we're going to need you to, to step down. And, and, and Chris Harrison seems um, happy to do so. What happened? And, and if people are, are Bachelor fans, I'm, I'm sure they, are, they, they already do know. Um, some images sur- uh, surfaced. I think just one picture uh, surfaced of of Rachel from a party in 2018. Uh, the party in 2018 was racially in, insensitive. Um, I believe it was a party, and the theme of the party was um, some kind of old Southern party. I think the word antebellum was thrown around, which I actually don't know what that means, but it, it doesn't seem like it's a good thing. I know Lady Antebellum had to get their name changed, and I think the word plantation, some sort of plantation party, was was being uh, thrown around as, as well. So clearly, um, you know, pretty racially insensitive. Um, uh, Chris did an interview with Rachel Lindsay, who I believe was the first black bachelorette. Correct. Um, okay. Um, and uh, he did an interview with her. And during that interview, he was defending um, Rachel and told people not to really ru- rush, rush to judgment on that. As soon as he started de- de- defending her on that, he really immediately kind of fell on the sword um, and, and said, hey, you know, he came out with a with a with a prepared statement on Instagram. Uh, about two days later, he said, "Hey, I'm 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 stepping down." So, um, point is, Chris Harrison is going to be stepping down. Joey, do you know what this means? What What does that mean? Are they filming right now? What What is he doing right now? Well, because they can't be filming for the Bachelorette yet, right? I mean, what is he? He's stepping yeah. down, but he's not really because this is all pre-recorded. I mean, what is he? What is he doing exactly? I don't yeah, know I, from what I was reading, he's stepping down from doing the after the final rose i saw that too yeah yeah because they always say that that's like live so they always say oh it's live like after they've so you know they they obviously film way in advance and they do the whole season and then they claim it's like real life like real time yep i don't know how true that is um i've heard things where like they film it later but it might not be actually live i'm not sure but 
Um, uh, from what I've read, that it says Chris Harrison won't be doing that. Yep, yep. That sounds that's like a for sure thing. The extent of what I've seen. Okay. Well, if that's it, then that's. I'm, I'm sorry, but that that seems pretty minor. It's not like he's stepping down. I think people. Some people were saying he got fired. It does not seem like that's the case. It seems like he's he's stepping down for a period of time. Um, I believe he's going to be back. But the the point here is this: um, for the time being, at least, Chris Harrison is stepping down. We don't for an indefinite amount of time. We don't know exactly when he's going to be back. Which brings me, Joey, ironically, to something I said in the third episode. I want to see if you remember this. I said this in the third episode. I said Chris Harrison, in my opinion, is completely replaceable. I think he is the most replaceable host in the world. I think that is the cushiest, easiest job in the world. Here's what he does, Joey. This is, and again, I've watched, you know, however much of, of this season. There's a couple other seasons I've watched. I don't remember anything from those seasons. Somehow I've, I've forgotten everything that happened. But I'm watching this season right now. Here's what he does, Joey. He says, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final rose. Matt, when you're ready. Like, we know it's the final rose. Matt knows to go when he's ready. What did he tell us that we did not already know? He shows up with a date card, ladies. I know it wasn't me you were hoping to see, but here's a date card. Great. Thanks, Chris. Now, here's $20 million a year to do that. You don't need him. I'm sorry. You don't need Chris Harrison. I, I, you, you don't need him. That's my opinion. I think he's completely replaceable. I think it's the cushiest job in America. ABC. I know you're going to hire. ABC is going to hire a celebrity, right, or probably a Bachelor superstar to do this. But I want to go on record for saying I can and would love to do that job. I could do that job. In my, I'm sorry, but I could. That job is so cushy. It is so easy. It, and you make so much money. I want that job so bad, Joey. Chris Harrison is replaceable. My opinion. What's yours? I I do not agree. I, you said that last time. Yeah, I do not agree. I think that Chris Harrison has been on the show for so many seasons. He is just a staple of the show. And I would say that he's he's not replaceable in the fact that it just it just wouldn't be his, the same show. His image, right? Yeah, it's it, it's an right. image thing. It's like um, it's like if American Idol didn't have Ryan Seacrest. Sure. Um, it's just it's it's it would change the whole dynamic of the show and you're kind of right i mean he doesn't do like that much nothing like, i have i've always nothing. said this he does nothing for for like dollars per airtime i don't know if that's a real metric sure but let's it was, make let's make it but, one if, I, because but, if, I, boy, but if it was i think boy. that chris harrison would probably be in probably the top percentile for that well, one well he has to be because <laughs> he's in he's in the episode for he's in one minute every episode right yeah and he makes one minute. I don't know how many millions and he per makes, episode. And he, and he makes however much money, right? Yeah. I mean, that's insane. He's in it for one minute, and he yeah. literally just goes up to Matt. He's like, hey, how you feeling? Matt's like, well, you know, really got to cut down a lot of girls. You know, things are tough right now. And he's like, okay. Well, why, don't like, you, why don't you take your time? It's like he's just there to tell us the stuff we already know. There's no reason to have him there. I'm sorry. There's not. This is just, again, this is coming from the perspective of not a Bachelor fan, however, right? This is coming from the perspective of somebody who's just looking at the show being like, hey, that guy that I'm seeing right there, you don't need him. I'm sorry, but the show could go on fine without him. I understand there's an image there with Chris Harrison. He has been the <laughs> the the host of all 25 Bachelors. Uh, I think there's 17 Bachelorettes. I want to just talk about how insane that is, maybe just super quickly. Joey, they've done 25 seasons. It, it started in 2002. All of this did. In that time, since 2002, they've done 25 seasons of The Bachelor. So they've done more seasons of The Bachelor than, than years the show has existed which is insane, but that would be okay to me if that was the only form of this show that I was receiving. But they're doing 17 episodes of Bachelorette. 
They are doing however many of Paradise. You throw in Winter Games. And don't forget about Winter Games. You throw in a Winter Can't Games forget about in winter there. Games. You throw in a Winter Games in there. Joey, in terms of the like the level of necessity, ABC, I, I said, I think in the first episode or second episode or something, I said ABC is just clinging to this thing for, for, for all their might. I, I, 25 seasons, 17 seasons of Bachelor. I mean, ABC basically is the Bachelor. I don't know anything else they do. I mean, that, 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 that's all they have, right? Would you agree with that? I mean, they have some other big shows. I, I guess I don't know. I don't know I mean, that they much have, about network TV They, like, anymore. bought Shark Tank, I think, from CNBC. I don't know. Shark Tank now airs on ABC. I don't know if they always had it or, or if it just... At ABC was anyways. the original Shark Tank, I think. Or was I, it? I think so, Okay, yeah, maybe they just aired old reruns know. on CNBC. But, um, honestly... Yeah, no, I mean, I would probably say it's their flagship show. Does that sound right? Because what other big... Well, they have American Idol, too. That's that's ABC as well. Is it? But it's Fox. It? Fox. Fox is American Idol. No, it, I think it's ABC Oh, now, ABC must but, have picked it, it up. it was Fox. It I was Fox right. during the good right. years. It was Fox. During the Randy Jackson, Simon Cowell, Correct. Paul Abdul, the, the good years. Yeah, um, that, right. that that was Fox. I don't know. I don't know much about network, network TV. I guess I don't even really know why I'm bringing it up. The only point is just I think it's insane really how much abc has really just d- dive in uh, head head first and like i said man it works look at me right now i care joey i didn't expect to care why do i care but i i, I do i don't know I don't, I don't i don't get yeah i would say besides the bachelor the only other long longest standing tv show of similar like the, as long as bachelor i think survivor that's the only one that's going to mind maybe yeah. well, that's a good point Sur- there's a couple survivor amazing race well, good for good um, for ABC, The I Bachelor, mean. but it's it's up there. You'd have yeah. to I, Survivor might be longer than The Bachelor. I don't know. I'd have to I'd have I, to look it up. I think that Survivor is longer than The Bachelor as well. But again, with Survivor, you're really only getting Survivor, right? You're not getting uh, you're not getting a Survivor Winter Games. <laughs> you're not getting the Survivor. Uh, you know, I, there's not Survivor in Paradise, no, right? We forgot, we forgot. Listen to your heart, too. Yeah, exactly. They have these musical ones, so it's like it, it, that's what I mean. Like ABC, you know, when they're in those board meetings, it's like, hey, this Bachelor thing is working. Let's just keep let's just keep pumping towards that. What kind of spinoff ideas do we have? Let's keep doing this Bachelor thing. And everyone in the, the room, I'm sure, is like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it let's do it man they love it so um uh chris harrison stepping down joey who do you think's gonna take over as host so someone gonna take over as temporary host or i think jojo did it last time you didn't like her yeah i've i've been actually asked this before and thought about it and honestly who who always comes to mind because they they've done spoofs before so jimmy kimmel is also on abc sure and he seems like the natural replacement. Like, I mean, who doesn't like Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, I think, a, I think he's a nice guy. He is. I, he, I think Kimmel's a little too big for that role, to be honest with you. You think he's too famous? I think, I think he's too big of a... Yep, I think he's too big for that role. I think uh, that's that's my opinion. I think you said JoJo temporarily hosted it last... Um, when, when Chris Harrison was away. I think you mentioned that. And you said she did a pretty bad job hosting it. Yeah. Which, again, well, it, wasn't, I, it wasn't great. want to go on record for saying I have no idea how that's possible. Because I don't know exactly what he does. Uh, it seems almost impossible to screw it up, but apparently JoJo did. Here's my guy. I think you'll like this. This is who I think should host it. Nick Vile. You like that? Oh, I mean, that'd be so, that'd be great. So I don't know anything about these Bachelor superstars. Nick Vile's a Bachelor superstar. Um, but I see his I see his videos online. I'm just thinking, man, this guy's a real 
entertainer. Maybe he's almost too entertaining to be a host. Chris Harrison's very, very um, professional, I think you could say, um, on the show. Nick Vile is more of a, he's kind of a goofy guy, oh, right? He's, he's, he's hilarious. He's kind of a funny guy, so maybe that wouldn't be a good fit. I don't I don't know. I'm sure someone will step in if Chris Harrison's not back um, already. Again, I think it's the cushiest job in America, but <laughs> uh, someone's going to step in and uh, get that job that's uh, really my dream job, honestly. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like that, I mean that's great. I mean, you, yeah, you really do nothing. He just does literally absolutely nothing that we don't already know, like you said. And, he, you know, he just taps the contestant on the shoulder and says, hey, man, it's a nice day. I'm going to go hit the back nine. Catch you later. Yeah, I, 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 um, I, yeah, I, I really want that job. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, Joey, as we're sitting here right now, you can see I am holding a book right now. The Perfect Letter. This is the book. It finally arrived. I ordered it as soon as I found out about it, which I think was episode three. Um, this is Chris Harrison's erotica. Here, that I'm holding, Joey. This is Chris Harrison's erotica. Now, I have opened this. I have started to read some of it. I have skimmed through a lot of it. This book is not hot. Like, this is not <laughs> hot. I I signed up. I signed up. I, 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 I ordered this book thinking it was going to be hot. I wanted to open up these pages, and, and I, 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 I wanted to be turned on right away. <laughs> that was not the case. This book... There is almost no nothing like sexual in it, at least from the skimming. I mean, I was skimming, looking around, seeing what I what I what I got to find. I can't find anything. I feel like I've been bamboozled by ABC for even buying this thing. And now listen to this. This is a real excerpt from his book. Um, I posted this to the Bros in the Break Room Instagram story. I'm gonna read it now because this book is less like a erotica novel and it reads more like a quentin tarantino screenplay if you if you listen to this so this is a this is an excerpt from chris harrison's the perfect letter lay raise the gun lay raise the gun to sight at dale's head she cocked the weapon a loud metallic clicking unmistakable even in the dark both men froze Step back, Lay said, her voice quavering in fear or anger or both at once. Get your hands off him, Dale. I may be nothing but a worthless piece of ass, but you know as well as I do that my rich granddaddy taught me how to use this gun. Dale let go of the rope around Jake's neck and stepped away. That's the part I can't deal with. Jake, Dale let go of the rope around Jake's neck and stepped away. Joey, what is going on? What is going what on with this book? in the world is going on? So the first thing that happens is this, this female character just pulls out a gun. And I thought this was going to be hot. Again, I, I have intentions. <laughs> I want to be turned on by this. I don't want to see violence in this. I am... Uh, uh, Dale let... First, the first thing I have is somebody cocks a gun and points it directly at somebody's head. <laughs> Point blank range. <laughs> and then the next thing is Dale let go of the rope around Jake's neck and stepped away. Well, look at this, he said, his voice dripping sour honey. Mommy's come to break up the fight, Jake. You didn't tell me you called for your mommy. He didn't. I came looking. And then, I don't know, it just goes on. But the point is, I, I thought this thing was going to be hot. I opened it up. This thing's just violent, dude. This is just an extremely, extremely dark, violent novel. Um, it demands that I get into the characters. I don't want to get into characters. I thought this was erotica. It's not. I, I got bamboozled by ABC, Joey. I got bamboozled. Wow. I yeah. Bamboozled. I don't know. 
I thought this was going to be a book we were going to read excerpts from every episode, but I think I did too. I think not. I thought I was going I, to have like a new like sexual excerpt to uh, to read, and I, I don't. I don't have anything. I just have a um. I I have a uh, th- again. That was like the first page I opened up to. Maybe that's why it caught me so much. I'm not kidding. Like I opened up the book, and that was the first thing I saw was a gun pointed at someone's head, a point blank range, and then somebody taking a rope off of somebody else's neck. And I'm just thinking this is insane. Joey's just scrolling through the book right now. I love it. Um, but again, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep sk- skimming through it. I'd love for you to skim through it. Maybe you can find something there. Maybe you can find any bit of sex in there. Again, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, that's why I bought it. Um, but I, I apparently I didn't, uh, I didn't get that. Um, okay, last thing we're going to move on. My bachelorette application status. Uh, we are making progress. Um, First of all, Joey, let me ask you this. Joey's still looking through the book. He's just laughing. He's this just smiling, just, looking through the book. This is next level. Um, my bachelorette application. Joey, am I too late to apply for the bachelorette? I should ask that, actually. Well, I think what they do, what I've heard, is they just always have actually just a general pool of applicants. Um, and so if you you make it through rounds, right? They always talk about rounds. Right. So you make it through round one, two, whatever, and then you get thrown into their general pool. And so... What happens is they have the pool, and then once they actually select the bachelor or the bachelorette, then they actually will just pick people from the pool. So, like, I think I'm. this is just kind of partially my opinion and partially what I've read. You could actually sit in the pool for X amount of time. Okay, so I got to do this thing quick then, basically. Um, am I too late or not? Probably not. No, no, good, you're, good, good, no, you're, okay, you're, so my no, bachelor, you're good, yeah. Okay, good. My bachelorette application, first of all, um, I'm only, and I'm, I'm really doing this. If anybody thinks this is a joke, it's not. I'm applying to be on the bachelorette only if Katie's going to be the bachelorette and it's real. Um, I need to submit a photo. I have somebody, Joey, that's going to be photoshopping a photo of me. I have somebody, they're going to be photoshopping a photo of me. They're going to make me look super hot, just just hot as all hell. I'm gonna, we're going to do everything we need to do. We're going to chisel the jawline. We're going to, the, the, the shirt's going to be popped off, right? That's a must. You got to pop off the shirt. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. Uh, muscles are going to be crazy. I might actually just photoshop a photo of myself on Tyler C.'s body. That's uh, not a joke. I might, I might actually do that. I, I, I might just tell a really them good to, idea. I might just tell them to do to do that. I want to make things as easy as possible here, but I think that's the plan. Now, um, Katie, I at added Katie, right? I tagged Katie in some posts on my Instagram story. The first one I did was I took a picture of the fact that I was applying to the Batsarette, and all I did was I tagged Katie in it, and I said, sup. That's all I said. She saw it. I couldn't help but to notice she saw it. And then I'm thinking, okay, she saw it. Let's do this, right? And so I made about a one-minute video um, telling her, hey, I'm going to be on The Bachelorette only if you're The Bachelorette. I told her, uh, we're going to Photoshop me. We're going to make me look hot as hell. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm kind of trying to make her laugh a little bit. And then I told her, if I get on the show, it's game over. I'm going to win. That's just the way it is. I'm worried about getting on the show. Once I'm on the show, I got absolutely nothing to worry about. She did see the whole thing. She saw the whole the whole post, which is a little over a minute. There's a little victory there. I didn't get any kind of a comment or anything, but I'll take what I can get. And then I'm thinking, and then I'm thinking, Joey, this is the next place my brain goes. I need to I need to sing her a song now. That's the next place my brain goes is what is her favorite music? Because I play music all the time on Instagram, right? So I'm thinking, well, this is easy. I'll you know, I'll knock out two burns with one stone. I'll get to play a, a song, which I would have done anyway, and it'll be a song she likes. But now I can't find out what music she likes and then I find out somebody and some people have already been singing her songs that they wrote or they they kind of wrote the lyrics to, to those songs and she's responded to them so my thought is okay 
I can't sing as well as these guys, so let's make a funny parody of a song um, that's kind of about her. So I did that, and I started it, and I and I posted what I had so far, which I didn't think was bad. I thought it was fine. I thought it was funny. I thought it was good. Did you see it? I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I decided I hated it. I just decided I hated it, Joey. I just I, I decided it was cheesy. I decided it's you can't make parodies like like not cheesy. You know what I mean? I said, what what do you think about the whole thing? You think I should do the song or not? What what what, what are your thoughts? I, I I don't really want to do the song. I was thinking I'll just play a song by um, whoever her favorite artist is. You know, I'll just play a song by Maroon Five. Maybe that's her favorite artist. You know, I don't know if she's a Maroon Five fan, but I thought that's all I was gonna have to do. But I don't want the pressure of having to now. If I'm not going to do a parody, I have to write a completely original song with funny lyrics, and I, I mean, I don't, I can't deal with that much pressure. What are your thoughts on the whole thing? What should I be? How? What should I? What should my next angle be with this Katie thing? Because I'm thinking I got, I, I already, she already saw it. Maybe I should just kind of back off here, or am I, am I, am I being a little weak here? What do you think? No, I think you should do the the original song. You do. I mean, okay. no, I think you, I think you can do it. You like the parody? It was a parody of. Um, uh, the the song choice was a parody of Taylor Swift's Blank Space, I think was the, the song that I chose, uh, an acoustic cover of that. And um, yeah, I thought what I came up with it was good, but then I listened back to it, and I'm like, God, you know what, this is so cheesy. I'm just like, this is just dumb, but you like it. You like the the parody as well. That's the thing, is you like the parody idea with the lyrics. That's fine. Because to, to come, again, to come up with a completely original song that has funny lyrics and it's still kind of catchy and it's also got to be kind of romantic at the same time. It's got to make some kind of romantic connection at the end of it. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. That's almost like too much pressure that I put on myself <laughs> even on Instagram. Uh, but you say to go for it. You say you like it, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. or either well, a parody or just, uh, or just an original song as well. As well. Just Either either way, now, yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe you can help me write it. Actually, I know yeah, I maybe should. We can we can we can try to figure it out together. But um, yeah, I mean, she has been. She did view my uh, my my um, Instagram post, which I which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I am. I'm going to be um, applying to the Bachelorette oh, again, only if she is the Bachelorette. Oh, we're going to get that photoshopped photo of me looking super hot. Uh, submitted. Um, thank you to to, to, to Jess um, Raymaker, who is uh, who I work with. That's going to be photoshopping me. Um, she's uh, does a lot of work in photography. She's just uh, amazing. So thank you to her, Joey. Uh, we got to talk about season. We got holy shnikes. We did twenty four minutes on just uh, beating around the bush here. We need to talk about episode seven. Um, well, let's start with Abigail, right? That's where our blood is. Um, uh, that's that's Still where I, I, I need. I need my blood is boiling, and like I said. I think I said if Abigail doesn't get a one-on-one in the next episode, I'm going to shut down shop. I think I said, and I almost want to right now. I'm not going to shut down shop. You know, we're going to keep doing this thing. But, uh, Joey, here, um, here's the, the first thing I'm going to say. If he took her on a one-on-one and then did the one-on-one and at the end of the one-on-one said, you know what? You're not the right fit for me. I have zero problem with that. Absolutely none. But to give Serena P a second one-on-one, which, why? Why would you give Serena P a second one-on-one instead of Abigail, who has done, Abigail's done everything the right way. She has created no drama. She has been starving for time time and time again last episode she was extremely frustrated this episode she's even more frustrated and Serena P gets a second one-on-one which I'll never understand there's nothing anybody could do to ever make me understand that that makes absolutely no sense um, and Jasenia gets the, the the one-on-one for the new girls and Abigail just gets nothing and then 
Abigail, during the group date, I'm really thinking here, Joey, during the group date, I'm really thinking to myself, Abigail's going to really step up and let Matt know, hey, this isn't right. And she didn't. I love Abigail. You know that, Joey. Um, I thought during that one-on-one, it was actually really upsetting me because <laughs> Abigail said, um, you know, I'm a little bit concerned, is what Abigail said. I'm a little bit concerned regarding time. And Matt had the audacity to ask why. She said, I'm a little bit concerned uh, just, you know, regarding time. And Matt had the audacity to sit there in front of her and to say, why are you feeling that way? I thought it was unbelievable. I was getting, fr- Joey saw me at a couple points. I got up out of my seat and just started walking, <laughs> just aimlessly walking. I was just so, that was a moment where I was so frustrated that how is the elephant not so obvious there? I mean, to me, if I was the bachelor and I, and I sat Abigail down, I wouldn't even let her talk first. I would say, I would say the first thing I would say is Abigail, here's the reality around the one-on-one. I would just address the elephant right away. Matt tried to pretend like there was no elephant. And then he had the audacity. (laughs) He had the audacity to say, I've had one-on-ones with all these other girls and my connection with these girls has become a lot stronger from these one-on-ones. And I didn't get that with you, so goodbye. Abigail did everything right. She was the sweetest contestant on the show by far. Um, She um, did everything right. She did everything the right way. Even... At the even at the at the at the uh, group date when she's talking to him, she's doing everything the right way. In my opinion, actually, I shouldn't say she did things the right way. I think Abigail was 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 soft. Um, actually, uh, when she addressed things with Matt, I think she should have been a little bit more direct. I think that uh, Abigail's a very sweet person. It's not her style to be confrontational, and that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that she should have said, "Hey." I'm wondering why I didn't get a one-on-one. I think she should have asked that question. She didn't. Um, Joey, this was just an absolutely perplexing, um, not right. None of this is, is right. Abigail deserved a one. Ab- Abigail deserved two one-on-ones. If there was anybody on that show that deserved two one-on-ones, it was Abigail. She got zero, and she got let go because of it. And Matt's explanation to her was absolutely enraging to me. It enraged me because he acted like he didn't even know what was going on, like he has no idea what's going on inside her mind. I know I just ranted for for a while there, Joey, about the Abigail situation, so I'm going to throw it over to you. But, man, this is it's just not right. It's not right. Yeah, no, I was equally enraged um it was just funny like you said serena p i will never ever understand why why she got a second one-on-one i don't know if that's matt's decision or if it's the producer's decision i'm not sure who made that decision but the funniest part about it is serena p didn't even want another one-on-one that was the funniest part she didn't even want it because she clearly hated the one-on-one and she told matt i hate it and well, then she ended up getting a rose still. But it, that was the funniest part about the whole thing. And then going back to what you were saying about Abigail was that was just, yeah, his response. I've never been more frustrated with a main bachelor or bachelorette than in that moment because he goes, like you called out, but he goes, he, Matt says, well, I had other one-on-ones with all the rest of the girls. And that's why my relationship with them is further than my relationship with you. Well, no kidding, Matt. The balls, well, guess the yeah, balls yeah, the, to, to have that. the audacity to actually say that was just so frustrating. I've never been more frustrated by the show because, like, he even called it out. And it's like, if he even thought, if he listened back to himself, what he was saying, 
um, yeah, if he would have just given Abigail a one-on-one, then there would have been no no frustration there, right? Like, cause like you said, if he would have given Ab- Abigail, if he would have given Abigail one-on-one, and then he would have sent her home, I don't think anybody viewing it would have had any issues with no. it. But even tonight, like people are blowing up my phone, say, <laughs> saying like, "This show sucks. Why do you it watch does. the show?" It does. I don't know why I'm watching. <laughs> They're this. like, "Why do you do a podcast?" The show does suck. You actually are invested in this. Why thing. do I do a podcast? And on the show? yeah, I have and no idea. yeah, and we're like, I don't know. Oh my god, yeah. Um, it's it's absolutely um, yeah. I I think here's what I hope for Abigail. I'm sure um, that that was very difficult. Her leaving, um, getting kicked out. I'm sure it was very difficult. She came back. You know, she was she was crying. I was very sad for her. I really did. I felt kind of sad seeing her leave because I'm thinking to myself, man, this is somebody who did all the right things. This is somebody who did who who just uh, again treated others the way she would want to be treated. Um, which I imagine is a very rare thing to see on The Bachelor, um, and and that that's how she was. I bet with, with, with Abigail, I bet she was sad for uh, that day, maybe about a week or so. I hope she came to a consensus, though, that Matt was not the right guy for her. And here's why. For Matt to ask, for Abigail to say, hey, I'm really concerned about the time situation, and for Matt to ask why, for him to even consider asking why, shows how far off Matt was regarding Matt's empathy towards Abigail must have been pretty close to non-existent because I mean that's an over the top obvious thing is everyone got a one-on-one except for her and one girl got two instead of her and the show did not explain why I have absolutely no resolution no closure as to why it happened like that Joey I'm 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 mad yeah. I'm going to continue to be upset with uh, with, with this um, absolutely nothing but the best and best of luck to Abigail with her future endeavors I think you said she's probably not a good fit to be on the bachelor in paradise or uh, to just doesn't have the right personality for it is that what yeah. you're thinking I I get that that's yeah. the that's one of the biggest bummers that's okay yeah that's yeah. that's okay maybe it's best that she's not but um yeah it's uh, it's really too bad isn't it yeah that's that's like one of the most unfortunate parts about it is I don't I don't think she'll fortunately see the bachelor stage again. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I hope, like I said, I, I hope her seriously the best, best, best of luck in the future. Wow. Hopefully this. Wow. Pla- yeah. Wow. No, seriously. I mean, she was one of the most genuine, kindest people I've ever seen uh, on the bachelor stage. Yeah. And uh, I just don't think though that she was treated maybe, you know, the whole situation. Um, of her not getting a one-on-one. I, I still just, I don't know whose decision that was. Like, you know, I read a lot about The Bachelor and the rules and et cetera, but, yeah. like, I wonder, like, was that Matt's decision or was that ABC and producer decision? I don't know. I don't know, I it, guess. It would, it's, it's kind of unclear, right? Well, yeah, they're not going to let us know, yeah. uh, of, co- of course. They're right. going to want us to think everything is Matt's decision. Um, it, would, it, would, it would make me... It does not seem right to me for ABC to say, hey, um, I know you have feelings for this girl. I know we're at hometowns now, but we're not going to do a one-on-one with her because X, Y, C. That seems extremely uh, not right. Uh, Wouldn't put it past ABC to do that. Um, Their top concern is, of course, the the show and entertainment, as I think that that, that it should be. But, yeah. What was your question again? I just just completely forgot what you even asked. No, I was just saying, like, I wonder, yeah, if it was Matt's decision or ABC's decision of yeah. who to put on one-on-ones because I've always kind of wondered that. 
I, um, I well, regardless, yeah. Matt's got to own it, you know. Yeah. So regardless, you know, Matt has to own that decision. Luckily for Matt, um, in a kind of a shallow sense of thinking of it, he didn't really have to own that decision because it didn't really get there. And then it, it the conversation didn't really get steered into the direction. Abigail again, I that's my biggest criticism of hers is she was too soft in that in that in that group date. And you agree with that, don't you? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that her personality again was just this very kind person, but. I think she should have came hot out of the gate and just let Matt have it. Like I said, I don't know for sure that was his decision of the producers or a culmination of the two, but I think that she should have came at him and stood up for herself. You know, just said, Matt, just just called it what it was. Just said, I didn't get a one-on-one. Serena P got two one-on-ones. What happened? Yep. Address the elephant yep. Very well right said, away. Joey. Just be as direct as you possibly could Nothing be. Nothing confrontational about yeah. I mean, it's a little confrontational, of course, but um, to say, hey, Matt, um, I've been hurting for time since I've gotten here. We've had a great connection. Uh, I know you like me. I like you. Why did Serena P get two one-on-one dates and I got zero? Yeah, straight up. Just straight ask up. that. And I think that's a great question, and I would have loved to hear Matt struggle to answer that. Could you imagine Matt <laughs> trying to answer that? Oh, my God, Joey, let's – let's Joey, Joey, can we please try to do – like, like we're going to do a mock thing right now. Okay, you're Matt. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you're, 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 I'm ready. I'm my man. Okay, you're, you're Matt, and, you're, you're Matt and, I'm, and I'm Abigail. Okay, so um, – uh, well, Matt, um, as you know, I've I've really been hurting for time uh, ever since I came here. Um, I'm really con- con- concerned about the time, and um, I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm getting quite enough of it. Why I I I don't get it. I don't know. I'm on I'm on Pluto, and I I just don't quite understand why you'd feel that way, Abigail. Well, I I, I, I feel this way, uh, Matt. If you would um, uh, uh, activate any part of your brain, uh, even the smallest part, uh, if you could find uh, just like two or three brain cells in there, turn them on. <laughs> Um, you'd be able to notice that I um, have not gotten any time with you. Um, Serena P got two one-on-ones. I got zero one-on-ones. And now you're about to send me home. Why? Uh, uh, there, uh, it is. there it is. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Yep. Uh, yep. That's good. Uh, uh, yep. I just, I, I think I just got a lot to think about. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Joey, that was perfect. I got a lot to think about. And then he leaves. And then he and then he walks Cue away. Cut, cut and, then they, and then he cut it. And then Abigail's like, okay, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I hope Abigail really does kind of I hope that gave Abigail some closure because the the way that conversation ended was just so messed up. The things Matt said during that conversation genuinely bothered me and showed what lack of empathy he must have had for um for Abigail, especially at this point, Joey, this was the most emotional episode by far, and I can see how how serious these emotions are getting, and how it's really kind of these contestants, Joey, this episode were acting, I would say, differently than I've seen in the past. They were acting more competitive. They were, I mean, the, the, because like I said, man, this this cutting from eight to four, I mean, holy smokes, that's a that's a big deal. And and the biggest thing that I noticed, Joey, was there was a lot more competitiveness through and through from the contestants now is that pretty normal is an eight to four thing normal i think it is can you tell me more about these eight these cut cutting episodes where you go from eight to four because holy cow i mean this this emotion this this episode was almost emotionally draining to watch yeah it's it's a whole new level Mm -hmm. um when you're going from uh, eight to four and then you're going to the hometown dates it really ramps up the competition is it just it just literally just ratchets ratchets up to a, a whole new level and um 
because that's what they say. They're like, it's really real. You're going to go meet my family. And then they start to picture their life together. And so, um, yeah, usually they pull out all the stops here, you know, drop love levels. You know, I'm falling for you. I love you. Whatever yeah. it is to try to get there. Um, and yeah, I felt that too with this one. Yeah. Um, I, um, so we only have a four, four girls left. I, I, now I have things written out chronologically as I always do. Um, wanted to start with Abigail on this episode. That was the, 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 the big thing here. Um, I have never been kissed Heather. I do want to just kind of mention her, uh, dropping in saying what's up and then, uh, kicking it, uh, and, uh, and taking off. Um, I thought this was some of the worst TV um, I've ever seen. This whole never been kissed Heather experiment was a pretty big swing and a pretty big miss from ABC, wouldn't you say, Joey? Humongous miss. And that was just a mess. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry if you had if you had more to if you, if you had more to say there, but it's like again, it's like they think it's they 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 put these little feelers out, don't they? Where they'll they'll kind of say, oh, we're bringing a new contestant. They've been previewing this Heather thing for a long time, didn't they? I mean, they were showing it. They're like, hey, here's what we got next on The Bachelor, and they're showing Heather showing up, and everyone's like, what's going on? Well, it was really nothing, and it should have never happened because she showed up there, and Matt said, "What are you doing here? Like, <laughs> we're at hometowns are next week. Get the hell out! <laughs> Get the hell out of here!" Is <laughs> I assume what he what he wanted to say to her. Uh, instead, he, he uh, you know he said, "You know, you're very you seem very very sweet, but um, unfortunately, it's uh, the, the 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 timing is not uh, right here." Joey, what'd you think about that whole never been kissed Heather experiment? ABC tried there. It was a huge mess from the moment that Chris Harrison was standing by that like gate box. I don't even know the whole thing with Heather putting the pizza box in her head. I, I, I can't even. I just can't. And there even was deal no payoff. It. It was, there was just Joey, nothing. The, and there, the payoff would have been when she wasn't kissing him. That would have been funny. I wanted to laugh at the fact that she doesn't kiss, but there was no payoff on the never been kissed Heather. No. They didn't even mention that she doesn't kiss Joey. I know. Everything about it failed. If she would have at least once rejected one of Matt's kisses you know just one time if she would have rejected one of it all would have been worth it whole thing great investment of time for that laugh I didn't even get that laugh whole thing was an absolute failure and then Rachel had the Rachel was asking Rachel was like worried that Matt was going to choose Heather over her That that was that was a clown show I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like Rachel all right you relax all right Chelsea you should be shaking in your boots. <laughs> All right, Serena C. You ought to be shaking in your boots that Heather's going to get chosen over you. All right, Rachel. I mean, come on. What are you doing here? All right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Do you, do you see that with these contestants that the heavily favored ones will still be very, very anxious heading into that and kind of act like they're on the chopping block every single time? I felt that. I thought it was kind of an interesting thing for Rachel to say. Does she not realize how safe she is to, to the viewers? Yeah, I don't think the frontrunners know because I had the same thought. I was like, yeah, Rachel's like, am I going to go? It's like, Rachel, you are fine. Right. You are by far the frontrunner of the show right now. But I think they don't. I think they don't know. It's weird because like you think they would know, like you really would think like the producers might tell them or whatever. But I actually genuinely think they don't. They don't realize what what position they're they're like kind of so-called ranked. I don't think the producers can tell them because I don't think the producers can know. It makes no sense for the producers to go up to Rachel and say, hey, you know, you're in the lead right now. That that doesn't know that it doesn't work like that. Well, I'm sure the producers say nothing. I'm sure the producers want them to know as little as possible about if they're favored or if they're on the chopping block. I'm sure the producers want that to be a little bit of a question mark to them because it, it makes for more emotions. It makes them less sure, which could potentially lead to more 
um, you know, kind of wilder behavior potentially from the contestant. But going to play devil's advocate on this one. I would not agree because I think what they do, the producers are always talking to Matt. The producers are in a lot yep. of his free time. They're talking to Matt and they're I'm saying, sure. who, who do you like the most? Who do you like the second most? And that's what I going back to who chooses the one on one dates is I think the producers say that, hey, who do you not like? Who do you like? Where's the drama in the house? And they work with Matt to pick the one on one dates to flow the show. Hmm. So that's why I think they have a hand in picking the dates because they I think they sit there with a whiteboard and they have a big whiteboard, you know, storyboard the whole season. Uh, every episode kind of etc so that's <laughs> it's like a it's like a somebody trying to find a serial killer you know back there's somebody going <laughs> insane trying to find a serial killer you know you got the like the red uh thumbtacks all over the place <laughs> you know that the, have you seen uh the, the pepe sylvia thing from uh, uh uh what is it always sunny in philadelphia um oh i think i have Charlie, seen that yeah, actually he's just yeah going, he's just yeah. going nuts it reminded me of that but <laughs> yeah uh i mean maybe it'd be boy it'd be, it'd be interesting to hear from a bachelor there's only been 25 of them but man it'd be interesting to hear from a bachelor like how much they are talking to the producers, how much the bachelors helping the producers create good TV um, throughout the process. I thought you, I think that Joe, you brought up a great point there. Um, I, what I said was, well, the producers probably don't know. And you said, well, yeah, they probably do because they're talking to Matt all the time and they're probably saying, Hey Matt, who do you like? Who do you not like? And they should be asking those questions. I think you're spot on um, correct with that. So I, I think that was a very good point. Um, I don't know. All I do know is this never been kissed. Heather thing was a massive massive failure i kind of felt bad for heather when she showed up man the girls just hated her and heather's like oh my god i'm so sorry you could tell that i could tell heather is a very sweet person um she showed up and I, she was like guys i'm i'm sorry i just wanted to meet matt you know it's like she didn't realize like how much that would upset the girls this late into the game and how emotional those those girls are um and and and, and heather heather was just kind of like okay i'm gonna leave now i'm sorry uh i, I thought it was actually kind of sweet but um yeah, uh, later, Heather. Um, okay, <laughs> later. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because I was, like, thinking, like, why would she come back? Like, like because you would think, like, yeah. does she have an option? Like, so ABC so he calls her up. They always claim, the night before, I had to take a red eye. I was eating donuts. Who knows? But they, they say, you know, you would think she'd be like, I don't know if I want to go back on TV for this right now. You know? But the thing is, again, weird rules, right? There's rules I've read that they're, like, under contract to, like, come back Anytime ABC wants them to for like three years, it's like there's like there's like a statue of limitations that they will come back. They have to like so it's another rule. I think there's there's a there's a timeline where yeah yeah they have to they they, that ABC can like beckon them. I think come back for another season or no just like come back for anything like to be like. Yeah, I think it's three years. Look it up. We will have to Google it. That's but one of the most insane rules I've ever heard. So yeah. when I'm on the Bachelorette, you have like there's like I'm a gonna have to sign something, and I'm gonna sign it right away. I'm, yeah, not, gonna, I'm not gonna read anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna sign it right away. Whenever I signed, I signed. <laughs> I'm not gonna read any of it. I'm just they're just gonna put this the contract right in front of me. I'm just gonna sign it. Whatever I signed, I signed. Um, so uh, I'm signing something that says that I am uh, under contract to. Uh, to, uh, to, to just be picked out of my home and be brought to wherever ABC wants me for three years. ABC could send me around the globe, make me a bachelor ambassador for all I know. I have no idea, but I can't wait to sign that contract um, immediately. Uh, <laughs> sound like a good idea? Uh, it's, it's so funny. It's so true, <laughs> though. Like, Well, even like Hannah Brown, she, um, she kept coming back because we all know what ended up with her like she picked jed and then he like had a girlfriend it was like that huge scandal yeah so podcast he did i gotta listen to that still <laughs> yeah oh yeah that would be interesting yeah um but yeah she she was one where she came back like 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 five six times she just kept coming back 
And everyone's like, okay, Hannah Brown, like you are have like 2 million Instagram followers, like go back to Instagram. Like we don't need you on the ABC big stage anymore. Yeah. And, um, but then I, but then I was reading about it and they said that like if ABC calls, you pick up the phone. You, you have, you are contractually required to pick up the phone. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Uh, that's, I, I am going to look into that. More. Yeah. Look, I, I feel like me. there's something because, um, you know, for example, if I'm working now, I was on the show, but now, you know, I have my job, I have my career. And ABC says, hey, remember that contract you signed uh, two years ago? Yeah, we're going to need you to go uh, head over to Pennsylvania to pretend to be interested in The Bachelorette. And then she's just going to leave you. I mean, I would say no. And I would let them take me to court and then maybe lose. I, I have no idea, but I would not be okay with that at all. Um, but, yeah, that's weird. Um, Joey Bree, um, what did you think about her admitting to Matt that she um, she was actually forced to resign from her job? What did you think about that? That was crazy. Um, I was really shocked by that. I've always thought about that because I've considered applying for the show. I've been thinking about it the myself. whole time. Yep. Yeah. You've applied? I've thought about it. I never have, but I've thought about it. I just feel like I'm not attractive enough to be on TV. That's why you got to Photoshop yourself. Yeah, that's I'm not probably why you got to Photoshop. Photoshop yourself to make yourself look hot. Now, here's a plan. You Photoshop yourself to make yourself look hot. You show up and they're like, oh, he's not as hot as we thought. But then... Like, I'm hoping I'm going to start talking to them and they're going to like me. And then they're going to say, OK, well, he's not the hot guy, but maybe we'll adjust his role to something else. You know, that's that's what I have planned. I have no doubt it's going to work. I feel really, really confident about it, actually. Um, but 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 yeah, I've been thinking about that, to be honest with you. I've been thinking about that a decent amount. I keep forgetting to bring it up. But in terms of these people's jobs, you know, did they just uh, extended leave of absence for two months? I mean, that's got to be tough on the whatever business that is. Yeah. No, I've thought about that a lot. And I think that's what they usually do. And then I think what happens is they probably tell their work, hey, I'm going to leave, you know, take it or leave it. Like, you know, you know, it's going to be a leave of absence. But I think at some point, like, too, if you think about this, the shorter you're on the show, right, you get kicked off first night one. You're not gone from work for that that long. But you make it all away. No. But however, what's the main point to be on the show? Instagram followers. And the further you get on the show, the more further Instagram likelihood followers. you're not going to come back to your job. But the more and more and more Instagram followers. That you can start becoming an influencer And you can start now. becoming an influencer. Ding, ding, ding. So that's the thing. Boy, I would love to be an influencer. Right? <laughs> if I could have any job in the okay. world, you what, would be an influencer. What's an easier job? The host of The Bachelor or an influencer? Host of The Bachelor. <laughs> that's easy. There's nothing. I'm not kidding. There's nothing easier than that job. That's not a job. <laughs> I mean, that, that job, when they audition for that job, I'm not kidding. They must just say to people, hey, can you please say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final rose. Matt, when you're ready, can you say that for me? I mean, what else would they have them say? Ladies, I know it's not me you were expecting, right? You were expecting to see Matt. <laughs> Here's a date card. Like, like what is there? <laughs> Nothing to it. All right. Anyway, yes, I think that's but, an easier job than being an influencer. Yes. Yeah. But I, but kind of kind of getting the train back on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Went down a rabbit hole. Um, no, I think that Brie, I think that was a big moment for Brie. Um, you know, I, she was clearly genuinely choked up telling him that it was obviously, yeah. you know, kind of breaking down some walls there. And she waited a while to tell him that. Right. Well, I think it was actually kind of recently. She just she actually had to decide that or the way I interpreted it, which could have been incorrect. Um, the way I interpreted it was she actually recently had to make the decision to um resigned from her job because she probably wasn't expecting to go this far in the show and now she is and then her job's like hey look we get that you're doing this thing but you got to make a decision and she decided to stay on the show that's the way i interpreted it could I, I could be wrong there yeah i think you're actually right i think i think she did actually say recently or something or in I the last couple of days too. or something she, she said something in that, yeah. that in that realm yeah you're you're right i think i think you're right but i guess for some reason my where my head was at was that they don't have connection to the outside world, like they, like we said. They I'm have no phone, too, internet, yeah, news, yeah, etc. So, right. 
but you're you're right. Maybe there are like weird exceptions though. So maybe that there was an exception. Yeah. Like her, hey, the the contestant's work is trying to get a hold of them, and so maybe that was an <laughs> exception. So yeah, because you're right. I think she did say something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Here's what I think about it. I think it puts a lot of pressure on Matt. Holy smokes. Um, I would not like that if I was The Bachelor. Um, where where, where she says, hey, um, I just quit my dream job for you. Um, you know, I, I had it because she said that she said the job like she had was like a dream. And what she's saying to Matt is, hey, I just quit the dream job. Um, really hoping this is going to work out. Bye. You know, and Matt's just thinking, oh, my God. Now, if I don't choose this girl, she's out a job and she's out me. And and uh, that's a lot of pressure to put on Matt. Maybe she didn't realize the uh, extraordinary amount of pressure that that actually does put on The Bachelor. Um, but I would not like that if I was the bachelor. I'd be like, "Holy smokes, you did not have to do that. Don't do that. Go undo that." <laughs> that is what I'd be saying because it's a lot of pressure on me. Um, I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah, I was really, really hoping she was going to say, "Matt, I just quit my dream job," and stared him right in the eyes and goes, "Are you my dream guy?" I was for some reason really hoping for that. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know why you were hoping for that either. It just, just, just does not seem like something that Bree would do uh, at all. It doesn't really seem like her personality type to just look Matt directly in her eye and say, are you my dream guy? Just with crazy eyes. I'm picturing this with crazy eyes, you know? But, like the cheesiness yeah. level would have just been maxed out. Like that one just would have been fantastic. Well, I wouldn't put anything past ABC. Uh, Joey, what, what, what do we think about Kit leaving on her own accord? Honestly, this is my take on Kit. I thought Kit was not that good of a contestant prior to tonight's episode. I thought she was maybe going to be the villain. I couldn't figure it out. Well, why did you <clears> think <throat> she was not a great contestant before tonight's episode? Um, yeah. Can you dive into that a little yeah, more before a, yeah. we talk about this, maybe? Might yeah. be important. Because I thought she was coming on the show. She was maybe going to be the villain. But then too, Victoria yeah. took over as the villain. So I'm like, I got lost in her identity. She's not the villain. She's like a wannabe villain. And then I like couldn't figure it out. Her one-on-one like wasn't really like that strong. They were like cooking. It was it was like okay. However, tonight she gained all my respect back and more hmm. because she came out there and told him, "Look, Matt, it's getting real. We're going to hometowns next week. If you choose me, I am younger. Mm-hmm. I have all these goals. This is what I want out of life. I want you in my life. If you want to be." Mm-hmm. And just was so blunt, and I just thought it was great. I like, I just, she was so direct, and she was not afraid to go home. That was all, because yeah. that's the thing. Most people well said. want to stay on as well long said. as they possibly can, even if they know that they're not going to win. They just, a couple more Instagram followers, come on. But she was just, she yeah. was just taking her leave it, and then she removed herself from the show and it was it was amazing all my respect and more yeah i think um i think she's gonna get a lot of praise well i don't know what bachelor nation gives praise or doesn't give praise to anymore but i i will give praise to her um absolutely um you're right here's my here's my uh, interpretation of the kit thing she told matt um and you're right joey i liked it too because i was very impressed by it because she just said straight up to him hey um so i'm a little bit different than the rest of these girls in that I am, you know, 21. She didn't, of course, say any, 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 any of this. Um, but this is kind of the way I interpreted, uh, interpreted what she said is, Hey, I'm 21. I'm a little bit younger. Uh, I'm not going to be getting, I'm not going to be the girl you're going to get on an E2 after this. Um, I'm not ready to get married. I have to finish school first. Um, I have to, you know, um, kind of get my 
uh, you know, get started with my career and kind of get my life off the ground. She's 21, I think. Matt's 29. So there's a pretty significant difference there um, in age. And she kind of addressed, I thought it was really cool that she didn't hesitate to address the difference in age. Um, and she just kind of brought it all up right away. And she said, look, there's a, you know, a, a, there's a difference in age. I'm not going to be having kids tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be waiting until I'm 24, 25. If she's 21 now, then we're looking at four years for Matt. So he would have been 33 at that point um, when the, when, when, when they might be having their, their first kid. And, and, and Matt said, okay, thank you so much for telling me that sounds great. You know, a very, very positive response. Yeah. But then Kit didn't get the rose at the group date, right? Kit did not get the rose at the group date. That went immediately to who, Joey? <sighs> yep. Rachel. It went immediately to Rachel. So Kit did not get the rose. And I think Kit was very, very offended by that. I think Kit expected to get the rose after that because I think for Kit, I think this is what's Kit's, Kit's line of thinking is this. I'm going to tell him all of this and I'm either going to get the rose or get sent home. I think is what Kit was thinking. But Kit got neither. And now she's thinking, well, hold on now. Where do I stand exactly? I have no idea what's going on. And then Kit said, you know what? Something happened in Kit's mind where she said, you know what? This isn't right for me. Uh, because we're talking hometowns. It's not going to be very long where he's going to be proposing. Am I the girl he should be proposing to? No, I'm not ready to get married yet. Um, I, I have more things to figure out. And she just determined, hey, this isn't right for me. And she had the um, um, ability and capability to to step up and, and, and go to Matt and say, hey, sorry, but I got I to gotta, I gotta bow out. It's just there's too many things. It's not right. I don't really know where I sit. I'm not really interested in finding out where I sit anymore. I'm just too emotionally drained from the situation. I got to leave. Um, I loved it. Um, I've been talking about um, me kind of wanting to see contestants do that more. Me wanting contestants to step up and say, hey, you know what? This person's not the right fit for me. I'm going to have to take off. Um, because when you do that, you do sacrifice fame. Um, if Kit would have gotten onto hometowns, Joey, she would have gained more Instagram followers. She would have gained more fame, right? Correct. Um, she said, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice that. Um, I thought from a 21-year-old girl, very mature move. I was very impressed. Yeah, I was extremely impressed as well by that. Um, very, very rare. I know we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes, and you said that. You're like, does anyone do that? It's extremely rare. Um, and one other thing kind of on this kind of last note here, why I liked it so much is she said, I don't want to take the time or potentially the place of another girl that's a better fit. And I think mm -hmm. that's just amazing. Like, I, I, if you know, it's probably not you. And even Matt said, hey, I'll keep you on maybe. Like, you know, but she's like, no, I don't want to take that spot from, you know, space or spot from anybody else. I don't yep. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think she did say something like that. I mean, um, Matt seemed almost relieved to be hearing her say that. That was my pickup when when she started to go into the thing of, hey, I'm going to be leaving on my own. I kind of started to see Matt look a little bit relieved as if to say good because you weren't going to get the rose anyway. For you know sure. what I mean? For and sure. I don't think she was going to get the I don't think she was going to be a hometown pick. Um, but yeah, that was a very I was very impressed with Kit. I kind of misinterpreted her as well. The first episode, I thought she was going to stir up some serious drama. I thought she was going to be a big drama girl. She never really was. She also never really found her niche with the so-called nice girls. I never saw her as like an Abigail type nice girl um, or even like Michelle. I can kind of see as like a nice girl um, as as, as well i didn't really see her like like that either but yeah uh, very uh, mature move uh, on her part and I, I definitely could give her the stamp of approval joey you know what time it is for time for the power ranking it sure is here it is it is now time for joey's power rankings 
This is the power rankings um, this kind episode? of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's power rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway all right uh there there it is now joey last time we did your power rankings you proceeded to give one of the worst explanations you've ever given on this <laughs> podcast in terms of what your podcast uh, you're you're always supposed to 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 explain your rankings explain what they are now you've been making progress each time towards giving a nice clear concise um description of what your power rankings are Last episode, you took a major step backwards. <laughs> it was one of the worst explanations I've ever heard. Joey, bros in the break room tradition, explain the power rankings, and let's get started. Power rankings are based off the show that we've seen so far and everything that's happened. Well, okay, I want to stop you. I, I'm sorry, but I have to stop you right there. I didn't, you talked, you said about two sentences worth. You kept, I, I gained nothing from that. You. This is what you said. The show... The power rankings are based on the show and what we've seen up to this point. No <laughs> kidding. Like, are you serious? Why do you preface with that? Can I ask that? Why do you preface with that? It's got to remind the, the, the mind, remind the audience that, that, that the power rankings are based on the show. <laughs> that they're based on what we've seen. They're not based on what we've not seen. They're not based on the future episodes. You're not going to predict what the future episodes are going to be. You're not reminding anybody of anything. You know what? You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta ground yourself, man. You gotta, you know, okay. Remind everybody what what these rankings are. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't get me wrong, man. I love it. This is my favorite part of the podcast by far. I'm in. I'm in heaven. Every time you're explaining your podcast or explaining your power rankings. <laughs> I'm very happy. Don't 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 misinterpret that. Okay, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Uh, go ahead. Explain the power rankings. So, based on the show up to this point, all the episodes that have aired until, including this one, who I think is going to win the show in order. It's normally top five. However, we're down to four, yep. so it's only going to be top four at yep. this point. Um, yeah, so that's it. Okay, that was that's a pretty good explanation there. Not yeah. a bad explanation. Again, yeah. you're, you're definitely doing some uh, prefacing that you, you do not need to be doing, <laughs> but uh, that was much, much better. Much, much, much better. Uh, you, like you said, Joey, we can't do a top five. We are down to four girls. So who do you think is going to be the next to go? Number four. Number four. This is tricky. I'm going with Serena P. Yep, I agree. Um, she called out very honestly, which I actually loved, that she hated whatever type of yoga they were doing i don't even remember what it was called i had some name yeah she wasn't very shy about that but i don't remember either but uh, that that yoga they were doing seemed to be pretty um uh, uh pretty intimate between the two of them and it, it seemed pretty sexual almost um and um it was kind of in a it was it was yoga right it was in a public setting i mean they're doing it uh, not in front of the cameras but also in front of the yoga instructor uh serena p was like this is making me a little uncomfortable um yeah i i got that yeah yeah i love that she called that out though I it was too. Yeah. it was a little like awkward at one point <laughs> matt was saying like he was like well i kind of liked it and then 
she was like, nah, I still hated it. And then they cheers. They toasted to her saying like, like tripling down. Like, yeah, that date sucked. Like, no, they cheers, to her, they cheers <laughs> to her. They cheers to her. They cheers to, to never doing whatever type of yoga that is again is what they cheers to. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah I was gonna say, she like tripled. Cause that was like, like at least the third, if not like fifth time she's mentioned, she just yeah. absolutely hated that date, which she shouldn't even have been on anyways, but we're not going to go no, back no, down no, the, we'll, the Abigail. We'll, we'll go back there. No, we can't, we can't go back. There and, right and, now. We and, don't and, have time. We're already and, at an hour. And, and we're not mad at Serena p obviously she had nothing to do with that uh, of, of course she just ended up getting the girl with two one-on-ones i guess i don't really understand why but maybe. we can't we can't go back can't go back can't, can't go, go back. back can't go back too mad i'll get too mad i'll get way too mad yeah, fine. i'll go we nuts can't go back we're already at an hour yeah we're at we're already <laughs> we're in an hour if, go if we go back there. we're gonna this thing's gonna be four or five hours long i'm just gonna start ranting and just raving and crying and doing everything i need to do i could see the wheels turning or you were like you were like about to just dive straight into the abigail can you see that can you see it i think i think i give certain facial expressions when I'm about to rant and I'm about to go I think there's certain facial expressions or certain energy I give off that Joey's picks up on and I think he I think he picked up on that there but um yeah okay number four you got uh, uh Serena P uh, why do you see her as next to 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 go um, I just yeah I just think that her her connection um it just doesn't it just doesn't seem as much. It doesn't seem like he's vibing yeah. as much. She even kind of like is just kind of seems a little kind of half out almost. It just, it, it's just she. She seems like she's kind of the furthest behind. Yeah, I think that she's gonna be the, the next one out. I don't think she's the furthest behind. I think now after getting the second one on one, which is, again is just preposterous. But <laughs> after getting that second one on one, I think she's actually, in, in in some respects, I think she's actually in better shape than a lot of the other girls because that those one-on-ones are so long. There's so much extended interaction with him. Um, yeah, I, I think she's going to be next to go as well. Um, I, I like her. Um, I think that I, I like all four of these girls now, actually. Um, but um, I, I was not. Um, yeah, I, I think Matt even mentioned something about them potentially being on different wavelengths. And um, I think that could 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 come into a play. I just I don't know why I just see her being the next. So, uh, OK, uh, that's number four. Number three. All right, number three, I'm going to go with my girl from Minnesota, Me- Michelle. Michelle, mm. my belle, yes. <laughs> Repping the home state of Edina, Minnesota. And that's where Matt's going to be heading. That's going to be kind of cool. What are your thoughts on Michelle? Do you have any uh, opinion on, on her as a contestant and what her po- possibilities are of maybe winning this thing? You know, my thoughts on Michelle, she had that date. It was the hot air balloon date. It went well. Um, I think they had a connection. Um, I, I think it was interesting, actually, in like the, the when they were rolling the credits. Uh, she showed yeah. a lot of like good personality there. She seems funny. Uh, really likable. Obviously, Minnesota nice, duh. And uh, she is. She is so. She is so nice. Very nice. She, she's she's really doing a great job re- uh, representing the state of, of Minnesota. So Michelle, if you happen to be listening to this, um, you are awesome. You're uh, you're 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 um, a very very kind person. A great contestant. Rep in Minnesota very well. I'll tell you what. If you'd be uh, interested in an interview, uh, Bros in the Break Room would, uh, would 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 certainly love to have you. But that that might be something for a uh, uh, another day. Um, Joey, um, your your genuine thoughts though on on her. Uh, I mean, are you taking her seriously now i know you got tunnel vision on those two and you should i mean you're 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 the bet we made uh we looking you know, really good joey and i made looking a bet really uh, twenty dollars um i get the field 
and he gets Bree and Rachel. If Bree and Rachel are the top two, he wins. If it's any other combination at all, I win. Um, does not look good for me um, right now at all. Uh, looks like I made a not so good bet there. I made a, a poorly, poorly educated there because clearly you have seen this show and you know. Uh, you know what's going on with these contestants because I think I see things starting to swim that way as well. Do you want to talk about Michelle or do we? Do you think we've kind of said all we needed to say about her? I, I feel like she's probably um, not going to win. You know, I, as much as I hate to say it, I'd love to see her win. I think it'd be really cool. Um, and I've been nothing but impressed with her um, so far. I think initially I said she didn't make a huge impact on me in the in the date. I don't really think it was fair for me to say that. I think I had kind of higher expectations than I should with those group dates. Um, She's been doing a great job, but we don't really have too much to say about her, do we? Yeah, kind of the last thing I would say on her is, if you remember, she was actually one of the the five girls that came on late, remember? She was. So she's the final standing of those girls. So she's outlasted them. And yeah, it just seems like a genuinely uh, nice girl uh, from Minnesota. I don't think she's, yeah, unfortunately, I don't don't really see her, you know, have have a chance at winning the show. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know if she'll actually be back on the Bachelor stage either. I'm not really getting that vibe either. But uh, no, she seems she seems great. And, Who from uh, this I'm, season do you think will be back on the Bachelor stage in some capacity? I think we both agreed Katie is. I do believe Katie will be the na- next Bachelorette. In which case, I will be the next Bachelor. <laughs> actually, I actually don't think it works that way. I don't know what it means. If they do. I'm going to win the show. She's on it. But um, uh, who who do you think from this season? Who do you see actually um, emerging for somebody that could potentially be on? Um, the, uh, the 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 franchise again. Yeah, I mean, besides Katie. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Uh, agree with Katie. Uh, whether it's, I don't know if I, it might be a little early to say Bachelorette. I could see it again, kind of like a Caitlin Bristow, kind of the goofier Bachelorette. Uh, I could see her. Um, who else? I could. Oh, see. I think it's a no-brainer for her Bachelorette. I I just don't think anybody else has the personality for it. Yeah, it's different because like yeah, different Bachelorettes or Bachelors will have different personalities. Sure, good but point. Very I'm good point. I'm trying to think like. They haven't really had the goofy girl personality for a while, honestly. Like, like they haven't, you know, most of them have been kind of more serious and kind of just, yeah, they haven't really had that that type of personality. So I could see it. Katie, she's probably high on the list for Bachelorette. I mean, so. is there, who else? No, but, but yeah, who can else? you name anybody else that I that would be a good fit for Paradise, maybe? Or yeah, so maybe I think, Bachelorette? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So you got to look at the the top people, right? They usually usually go about top 10. Yep. Um, even like Jasenia, I could see okay. she's kind of got that, uh, kind of got the look, and she's kind of got the. She's a strong personality. I yeah, would she's say, very, you know? that, yeah, yeah, that's why she's very Same strong thing with personality. Pipes. I think Pipes and, has got a pretty and strong. Piper. Yeah. I think Jasenia and Piper. Um, obviously, they were the last two to go, so it's <laughs> easiest to talk about. Sure. But honestly, I could see they both have strong personalities. Uh, I could see them returning on Paradise. Um, but beyond that, I'm trying to think. Brie. Uh, what? I think Brie could be around. Well, Bree's not off this show yet. Oh, oh, okay. I well, I was saying. Oh, okay. I guess I'm kind of assuming that none of them are going to end up with Matt. <laughs> like I, I was like, I was asked, like, wait a minute, Mike. We're wait, we're wait, we're, we're actually Bree, we, we Bree, still got Bree a season to finish here. Bree might get married to Matt. I'm like assuming that uh, none of you are going to end up with Matt because this is The Bachelor. But that's kind of what's going through my mind. But okay, um, okay. Well, good to know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of looking forward to watching Bachelor in Paradise. I have no idea how the show works. Don't explain it to me right now. But I have no idea how the format of that show works. I know nothing about it. I'm just picturing a bunch of Bachelor contestants running around the beach. Whether or not that's what happens, I have absolutely no idea. Uh, we'll see what happens when it happens. Um, Michelle three. Um, I mean, Joey, you've had the same two and one. I think ever since you started your power rankings, um, episode two. I wanted to say, 
um, go ahead, give it to me. Yeah. I feel like I've been flip-flopping the order. Though. You haven't. You haven't. Oh, really? You have not been flip-flopping the order. Nope. As okay. I actually I actually went back and I listened to, to some of our previous episodes, and I remember the power rankings. You've very, very consistently been having Bree number one. Okay. Well, that is about to change. Okay. Well, flip-ski. So, I'm just going to talk about them both at the same time because sure. it's kind of easier. Um, like my bet, like Mike said, uh, I have, you know, that bet out there for them to come through one and two, either order, um, uh, against the field there. And I still think that's true. I am going to see, say, I think that it's going to come down to Brie and Rachel. And I think I said this last episode, but I think it's going to come down to his family, Matt's family saying, Matt, Matt. You got the, you know, the safer choice, the more reasonable choice, and yeah, Bree. Dad, dad puts his hand on, the, on his dad shoulder. Dad puts his hand on his shoulder, son. <laughs> you got the reasonable choice, and the, you know, the study option. I really think you should do Bree, and then the whole family is gonna be like, Dad, Matt, Dad, Matt's dad. You're right. It should be Bree. She's the one, Matt. And then they're gonna be like, then like the brother or something that who knows, Matt might probably doesn't even have is gonna be like Matt, but. But Rachel, she's the wild horse. Think of the possibilities. And then he's going to be like, oh, my, oh gosh. my, God, so oh my gosh, you're so right. And then he's going to be like, oh, my gosh, if <laughs> I, I don't choose wait. Rachel, I if I wait. don't choose Rachel, I won't know what I what I might have had. I cannot wait. And then he's going to choose Rachel. It's going to be a huge mistake. Because they're gonna last like probably like three weeks out I don't of the see real them. world. I don't, I don't really see them as a good fit. I but really you know don't. What? I'm happy. I would be happy that outcome because Bree is great, and I will definitely be adding Bree. Bree at me, Joey Havlick at on Instagram. Well, Bree's not going to at you. You got to at Bree now. Yeah, you're right. That's I gotta at Bree. Yeah, I, I. You're right. You're right. I have to at Bree, but I will if she gets booted. I'll definitely be adding Bree. There you go. So if you're it listening. Works. There it is. You never know. You never know with these ads. I added Katie. She saw all my ads, um, which which <laughs> which is just insane. So you never know who you're going to make contact with when you reach out to celebrities. I've actually played. Uh, by, sometimes when I play music, sometimes I will tag the artist. Actually, I will tag the actual. I'll, I'll, I always write the song and the artist. Yeah. I'll actually tag the artist. I should start doing that more again. I'll tag the artist, and um, sometimes if it's a smaller artist, I'll see that blue check mark and see that they saw it actually and they watched. It. I've never gotten a comment or anything, but I think it's kind of cool. That, cool. that yeah, it's kind of amazing now with this technology. How you know how we? I, I see Katie on the Bachelorette, and then you know she's like you know yeah, I, I view in some some uh, something that I put together. But um, yeah, uh, do you guys something you want to say? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, kind of one final point. Sure. Um, kind of with that, I think that um, if Bree does end up second, which is kind of I think kind of what we both are feeling at this point. I think I agree with you on. I think I agree with you completely. On, on on everything you said with yeah, yeah. with with uh, his family I can't wait for that that's, that's just hilarious. it's just gonna play out just like that and yeah. it's gonna be great because we we predicted it that way um, I didn't that's all you man I want <laughs> I, I want to give you all the credit man if that ends up happening and I hope you're gonna it does, you're gonna be I'm gonna go it. back we're gonna look at the receipts we're gonna grab the <laughs> we're gonna put a clip together we're gonna take all the receipts of Joey Stradamus we're gonna be adding people left and right. We're going to be, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, we're going to at people. I don't know who we're going to at exactly. Joey seems really into adding people. I'm right all now. about adding people. You really are. You really are. Um, and you, you want to do that. But you said you had another point you were going to make. Yeah, so. kind of the final point is um, if that happens, though, you were asking about who, who might be on Paradise. And I think you actually said this just like a couple minutes ago. I think that Bree, so typically the second place person doesn't do Paradise, but sometimes they do. 
I think, and I think that Brie actually could could go on Paradise, and yeah. I actually would be would be happy. Why would that. they not go on Paradise? They're just kind of done with it at that they point. They just like make it so far, and they they're just kind of done. I think at some point, I don't know if it's their choice or ABC's choice. Like you know, they just kind of made it so far. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think though. Uh, I imagine the people that are going on Paradise are people that are really trying to boost their social media um, yeah. you know, following, you know, which I think is a good move for them. Yeah. Uh, if you are looking to become an influencer, you're starting to move into the social media, um, you know, kind of kind of sphere. Um, going on Paradise does not uh, man. All that attention does not seem like it could hurt you. I was thinking that same thing about never been kissed Heather, you know. All she did was show up. I didn't know who that was beforehand. I certainly do now. And I imagine her, um, you know, just her per public persona, her knowledge, her brand, so to speak, probably took a pretty significant uh, up upswing just from that big swing and a miss from ABC in general. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of amazing, you know, the, uh, the, the, the the platform that these people get. Um, and the the influencers and the stars they can kind of kind of become uh, can kind of become anything else with that. No, that was it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I'd be happy to see Bree. I think just a little final point here. Uh, Blake, Blake, I think actually did get second. Um, I think his name is Blake Horseman. Um, and he, yeah, Horseman. He was another controversy on the show. He like apparently hung out with like a couple different girls at Stagecoast, some festival in California, then went on Paradise and stirred him up. And I can't wait for Paradise. I can't you're, you're locked in. You'll I am be locked in. I'm locked in on Paradise. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I'm locked in for it. I I, I, I absolutely am, um, and I think it sounds. Uh, I, I think it sounds great. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, bad episode. I want to. I want to come back to um, again saying this was an episode that I did not like. I want to actually end this. I want to conclude our podcast, Joey, with coming back to the fact that Abigail got screwed. Okay. She did, and she did, and I'm mad about okay, it. Okay, Mike, it's it's a, it's now our 15. We got we got it. We got to cut this. Thing. I know, I know. Joey's like Joey's like we can't go down this road. Joey's again. like Mike. We can't lead, let let you down this path. <laughs> and and I'm not gonna go down the path. I just want to say one last time um, to Abigail. I'm heartbroken for you, Abigail. The way you were treated by ABC to not get a one-on-one -on -one is completely unfair. Um, you did everything right. I can tell you are a great person um, who has a, a good head on their shoulders and somebody who wants to um, again, it's like that treat people the other way, the, the way you want to be treated. I get that vibe from Abigail, and I really appreciate that about her. Um, any other contestant, I would have been, I think I would have been okay seeing them not get a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I, I would have said to myself, man, that sucks for them. But with Abigail, it really bothered me because she was someone, again, from the beginning, I could see just did things the right way. But um, heartbroken for her. Didn't like the episode mainly for that, um, that reason. But we're getting down to it. Hometowns are next week, and Joey, we are going to wrap up. This is getting kind of fun now. The Bachelor's yeah. getting kind of fun now once you once you get into this element of the, the, the show, isn't it? Yeah, Start it to get good. to know these people here. We're going to get a winner here pretty soon. This is exciting. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. So with that, everybody have a great rest of your day, and we will see you guys later. See you next time. house paid picked up a girl been trying to smoke since the 12th grade it's ironic i had the boo she had the you know the lakers beat the super sign i felt on the big fat teenage pulled out the jammy and and my runs deep so deep so deep put her power asleep woke her up around one she didn't hesitate to call ice cube the top gun drove her to the pad and i'm coasting
potion Took another sip of the potion Hit the three-wheel motion I was glad everything had worked out Dropped the myself and then churked out Today was like one of those fly dreams Didn't even see a berry flashing those high beams